My name is Matthew Quichet. I'm from Tallahassee, Florida. Uh-huh. And uh, you're now listening to the Dynasty Pros Fantasy Football Podcast. These guys are terrific, man. So tune in to them whenever you get the chance. I'm out. What's good? What's good? It's your boy DJ Avo, and this is the Dynasty Bro Fantasy Football Podcast, episode sixty-two. What you laughing at, Doc? Ain't shit funny. Let's go. We're gonna talk about. Uh, I think we're gonna do round three today. We're gonna go over all the players, at least the ones that we like. But we're gonna get it in. Let's go. Hey, ban this nigga, bro. I'm not too, man. Ban, ban this nigga for my shit. Hey, yo, yo Brody's and Bays, what's good? This is the Dynasty Bros Fantasy Football Podcast. This is where you, wait, episode 42. Avo fucked it up. 62, why the number's still on the screen? Fuck it. Hey, this is where you come for your fantasy football needs and to chop it up about the latest NFL news. I am Dynasty Bro. Dot. What it is, Cole, bro? What's your name, my ninja? Dynasty Bro Vic, man. What's up, everybody? How y'all doing? Hey, hey, you need to lighten up your screen, bro. You look dark. <laughs> Sorry, shit. I'm just I'm playing, bro. Subconscious ass. <laughs> What's good, though? Hey, we got it. We back with a fire ass episode, man. Look, we're gonna talk the last rounds, not not uh what Avo was talking about. Who told this nigga to jump the gun and tell what the fuck we talking about anyway? I don't know, but I was confident. What you want me to do? It starts round four, bro. You jump straight into three. Round doing three. four and on, no man. Four and oh, on. Man. Ain't shit, man. Four and on. Who's counting? We got White Sam in the building. What up, Sam? What up, what up White Sam? Hey, DJ Avo starting to act like the DJ from Wildin' Out, man. We got to start. We going to start getting Yo. the bad, man. Nah, yeah. bro. <laughs> DJ D-Rack. All right, so look. We, we came here. I think we organized two quarterbacks, two running backs, two receivers, two tight ends apiece. So we got some sleepers for y'all for the later rounds. You know, so you can just pay attention to your rookie drafts and even in some startups, man, some guys that help build up their depth on your team. So, you know, we always got the the hood TMZ with Dynasty Bro Vic. What's the word? We might have some flags today. You know, I ain't going to hit y'all with the broke-ass lines. I done did that the past two weeks. So we ain't got no injuries right now. But uh, we do got a fire episode for y'all. But before we get into that, I want to ask my brothers, how y'all been? Avo, starting with you. How you been, bro? You good? Man, I'm good. I'm good. I'm back at work. Uh, tired. Making it though, man. Happy, happy to be here hollering at the bros. What's y'all uh corona protocol? They got y'all with some masks, they supplied y'all with any PPE. We got masks, we got gloves, we got uh, uh hand sanitizer. That's about it. Ask right. everybody if they want me to wear them, they say yes or no. Most of them say no. Some Damn. of them say yes. I had a black lady, she was about that life. Uh-uh, don't come in here. <laughs> that's, different. that's different man that's different uh what about you dynasty bro Vic? how you doing man you good good man um i'm very fortunate enough to be working from home at this time so we're still working from home um right now we're you know tracking towards the end of the month so we'll just go from there see where we're at but it'll most likely get extended from what i'm seeing that's what's up. Y'all know me. I'm going in. They finally gave paperwork where it's mandatory to wear masks now. We've been in there risking our life in that damn warehouse for like the past three months. And now they want to make it mandatory for masks. So it is what it is, bro. Come on, man. It's a big middle finger to us for the most part. That's the flag on the play. That's a good transition, bro. Look, we've been fighting Corona for forever now, it seems like. And um, Basically, we ain't having no shutdown. They done laid off a couple people here and there voluntarily, but we don't have no shutdown. We working next to people. We didn't have 
cases, positive cases, and basically they Damn. just now sent out a mandatory letter today saying that it's protocol to wear masks. So you've been in, you've been able to do whatever you want to for the past two months. So that is a flag on the plate of my job, man. Sometimes you do got to care about the health and not just the money side of the business. So you know we help that business flourish. So it is what it is. Flag on the plate to, to my job. I ain't gonna speak the name. Yeah, man. I mean, you know, you got to be proactive instead of reactive, man. So it sounds like they're being reactive, man. But hopefully everyone can, you know, continue to stay safe. Um, you know, take your precautions, do what you can do to control what you can control at least. So True that. True that. Well, that's mine. Any of y'all got any flag on the place while we here? Yeah, I got a flag, oh, man. man. Oh, man. Let me guess. Doesn't <laughs> <laughs> <Better> check. I'm <laughs> um, great. Patriots. <laughs> Who is nah, it, man? Actually, man, the flag go to myself, man. Dynasty Bro Vic. So I'm flagging myself just because last week I spoke about Jonathan Taylor and Marlon Mack, and I misspoke and I stated that uh the coach extended Marlon Mack, which isn't true. Um, so those are just you know some rumors, the con at least with the contract. So um right now this is his last year, or gonna be his last season with the coach, so we'll see how that play out and I kind of planted my flag on that whole, you know, Marlon Mack got extended prematurely and they drafted Jonathan Taylor. So pretty much I don't want people out there going to go buy the whole coast backfield. So um, I definitely got to flag myself for that bad information, that bad intel. So get you some Jonathan Taylor. I don't know about the Mack situation. Yeah. <laughs> Basically telling you this whole Mack Coates thing is there for. Pretty Come much. Down. All right. So, look, you know, we usually start with the hood TMZ with Dynasty Bro Vic when we crack off this what's the word. Um, but I do like the transition. You found a loophole. You know, you found a good good way to slide it in. So, we hit the flag on the play already, man. But let's get back. Bring it back to what's the word, man. So, you know, hit the people what they want. They love that hood TMZ. They love to hear what you got going. So, I hope you got some good shit, man. Yeah, man, I do, man. So we're going to get in and out, man. So a couple of things. Uh, shout out to Bleacher Report Gridiron. Um, so pretty much, I didn't know this, but Ted Ginn Jr., he actually beat um, Usain Bolt in a race in high school. So pretty much Ted, who's now 35, was saying if he would have just focused on track, you think he could have, you know, beat Usain Bolt for the gold medal, man. How you guys feel about that, That's man? That's wild. <laughs> yeah. fact, have we heard from Usain Bolt yet? No, we haven't. We got to hear that side of it. But I know Ted Ginn was a beast. Like, I remember him even back when I was coming up through school. Of course, he was older, like, you know, four or five years older. But, you know, he was, like, nationally ranked in high school and, you know, breaking records, stuff like that. So, but who would have thought he was competing with Usain Bolt at that time and crushing him? When and where? Because isn't Usain from, like, Jamaica? Yeah, we got to definitely look <laughs> into that just to understand. But I know they do like nationals and, you know, junior Olympics, stuff like that. So, yeah, I need to see when, man. And I need to see the other side of the story, too, man, before I jump in. Still impressive. Still impressive. I don't want to be in here on Flag of the Play next week, hyping myself, apologizing <laughs> for saying Ted t- again one. Since so. we talk about fast players, I heard Jordan ran like a 430. Man. That's crazy. Oh, doubt it, bro. He was the ultimate They could just run. Yeah. All right, man. Let's keep it pushing. Uh, so the oh, next. Vic, what was your 40? <laughs> uh, my 40, when I ran it, 4-9 on a good day, 4-8. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, good, thing he, good thing he got them hands, boy. <laughs> With the 83 hands. <laughs> Kyle was probably like 75. Oh, here we go. <laughs> 
Bro, we already talked about this. We said grown man, Vic, 83 hands. We already talked about that. So you think you got better since college? Yeah. All right, Mentally. Mentally. Mentally and with the hands. Mentally. Helps your hands. I got slower though, speed-wise. What was your stat line in your last uh, uh, flag football league for the year? Actually, what was your I don't stat remember. line? I don't remember. Nigga, don't try to act like you can't ballpark it, bro. <laughs> I would say two catches. Listen, two catches, 17 yards before I, like, fuck my fucking Achilles slash ankle. Where the fuck? That shit still hurt, bro. Before the injury took you out. Yeah, I'm done with flag football. And they sent out hey, the today. I'm good, hey, bro. It hit me up every week, like, bro, what did it feel like when you broke your Achilles? <laughs> <laughs> I'm done, bro. $100 cleats on the shelf, man. I cut grass in them bitches, man. I said, bro, we getting older. You got to stretch. This nigga was just showing up to the field. <laughs> like, hey, man, told me the ball. I'm open. No ankle braces. Didn't stretch. I was on one, bro. Oh, that shit funny. All right. My bad. All right, man. Hey, let's keep it pushing, man. So uh, Tom Brady's Twitter account. I don't know if you guys know, but the match is going to take place. Pretty much it's a golf outing. Um, it's a charity event. So you got Peyton Manning. Teaming up with Tiger Woods, and you got Tom Brady and Phil Mickelson. Um, so I don't have a date. Um, I know it's coming up soon, so maybe I'll pull back up next week with the actual dates. But just be on the lookout for that uh, with this golf match that's supposed to happen. So ultimate winners out there, man. Yeah, man, it should be uh, pretty competitive, man. Which which uh, team you guys got based off that? Tom and Phil, or you got Tiger and Peyton? <laughs> Tiger, you know, Peyton, you, I don't know. Peyton Peyton struggled to beat Tom, bro. His whole career down there, so I'm just betting on Tiger. I'm betting with Tiger. How's Tiger's back? I don't know. But that was a low blow. That was a low blow for no reason, man. My bad. <laughs> I forgot about all the whole whatever. So that one went Fuck over my head. head. Let's he good. He about bro. to go win. Bad. Yeah, but honestly though, I think Tiger's gonna have to carry the team though, because Peyton he's throwing out all these jokes. You know, he's a jokester, so. I feel like Tom and uh, Phil are going to be serious out there. So it's going to be tough. I think Tiger's not to carry the team. All right. Uh, let's keep it pushing. Shout out to Fox Sports NFL. So uh, pretty much they just released the schedules um, last week. And uh, the Denver Broncos did a little video just highlighting every week who they play. So each player just kind of took on like family matters, family matters theme and just kind of played some little skit like they were doing, you know, whether they're playing with their kids or cooking on the grill. So just check out that clip. It was a cool clip. Shout out to Family Matters, one of the great all-time sitcoms. It's bigger love for the family. Hey, we yeah. going to the Ravens game, bro? Yeah, hell yeah. Week right, nine. Week nine. So the Ravens come to town, play, play my coats. Go see some Lamar and some J.K. Dobbins. Yeah, and a coach win. That's all I need. I need Lamar to go off, but with a coach W. <laughs> You know, right, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Like, is it gonna be Philip Rivers or, or Jacob Eason? Oh, it's gonna be Phil Week Nine. Okay, bet. Just checking. Just checking in, bro. Yeah. All right, man. A uh, couple more things. Then we get out of here with the news for this week. Complex Sports. Um, this is where I at least saw this information. So shout out to them on Twitter. The NFL is getting rid of pass interference review. So that's officially going away. So it's Good. one and done. They brought it for one year. They're getting rid of it. What are your thoughts on that? Should they keep it? Did you like it? Nah, man. We need to just trust the refs, bro. They're going to get something right. They're going to get something wrong. But we don't need to be stopping the game for them to go figure that shit out all the damn time, bro. 
So I just, I'm just glad they got rid of it. Like it, I guess it could have been for the better, like in certain situations, but just overall, man, every Sunday just seems like it just too much, bro. So I'm glad they kind of just got rid of it. Yeah, I agree. I mean, cause think about the calls where, you know, replay just came into play this year, but what about the calls that didn't have that luxury? So you got to keep it consistent, man. Just even from that standpoint, but that Saints call and the Rams, that was a missed call, of course. Um, so everyone, you know, acknowledges that. Hopefully we don't have any more misses like that going forward. So True. All right, man. And the last thing for what's the word? So, of course, we got, you know, NBA. At least they sent out a poll to all their players saying, hey, do you guys want to finish these games out? You know, they're just kind of, you know, taking the temperature. You got MLB who's talking about doing an 82-game season. So teams are starting, or at least organizations and, um, you know, different sports are starting to flirt with the idea of bringing sports back. So based on that, do you guys think we're, we're going to have an NFL season or do you think these other leagues are going to be the guinea pigs? What are your thoughts on that? Are we going to have a season or what? Or is it too early to uh, tell? I would say uh, outside of any other, more, like more of a shutdown or anything like that coming back, we're definitely going to have a football season. And the other two leagues are going to be the guinea pig leagues and see how to do it right or how to do it wrong. That way the NFL, they're, they're blessed enough to be able to start when they start. So I think that, yeah, there's a good chance. But I guess we'll see here shortly. Man, I think all these damn sports are coming back, bro. I just hope I hope it's still entertaining, and I hope everybody's safe, to be honest. That's all I can hope for, man. So. Yeah, if they're going to do that, I would want all the leagues, all the commissioners to come together, have a meeting of the minds from that standpoint, just to kind of, you know, share ideas, bounce ideas on how to keep it safe. But in my gut, I already felt like regardless, NFL was going to make a way to make the season happen regardless. Um, you know, they, they, they dominate Sunday. They own Sunday. So, um, you know, I don't I don't see it not happening from an NFL standpoint, but um, it's, it's kind of surprising to see these other leagues push, but I get it. Um, so, yeah, we'll see, man. All right. That's it for what's the word. I bet that. All right, so look, I'll be on the ground. I'll be on Twitter. Numbers is going up. Follow me at Dynasty Bro Dot on Instagram, on Twitter. Follow the main Instagram page, Dynasty Bros FF. Dynasty Bro Vic, where can we follow you at, my brother? At Dynasty Bro Vic, Instagram and Twitter. And then if you got questions, topics, sky reports, hit us up at questions at DynastyBrosFF.com and follow the Facebook page. Dynasty Bros FF Podcast and the YouTube page. Hey, Bo, where can we follow you at, sir? Of course, you can follow me at DJ AVO LXVE, DJ AVO Love LXVE. And that's on Instagram. And you can follow me at Dynasty Bro AVO on the, on, on the Twitter. All I do is be for Vic, but you can follow me anyway on the Twitter. <laughs> that shit funny. All right, everybody, everybody, lower their hats, man. We still in weeks into this hat war, man. Everybody got something different. That's yeah, I'm rocking these uh, Anaheim Angels, man. It's gonna get hot over here with these peppers, so I figured, you know, I need something on my side. So, yeah, I'm trying to. What made you go with IU, Ava? I went on a recruiting visit. Damn, I got a hat. That was hard. <laughs> that was hard. That's uh, Wait, was it your visit or like one of the homies? Because you know we pulled up on some homies recruiting visits. Before, so <laughs> no, nah, it was my visit. Okay, it was my visit. I got the tour and everything. I wasn't gonna go, man. They didn't. They didn't really want me. They let me visit though. 
Hey, that's what's up. Got recruited. <laughs> they didn't want me though. <laughs> hey, remember when everybody pulled up to uh, Ivo's recruiting situation yeah, at Ball bro. State? Like that's when I was at Arlington. Everybody skipped school too. We was like 13 deep. We was hanging with niggas. We really didn't even hang with that day. Everybody just knew we was going to skip school. We just yeah. drove down to Ball State. Like, dudes from like three different high schools skipped school that day just to drive up to Ball State with Ivo, who had a small cup of coffee at Ball State. So shout out to him. <laughs> I know. Hey, we came up on, we came up on the free lunch passes, bro. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. The atrium. Yeah. I remember that shit. Good you times. The atrium? Yeah, good times. That was a lit day. That was a yeah. lit day. All right, so that's where you can follow us at, man. Uh, ah, Chess Pizza. Look, I want. Do you think Chess Chess Pizza got uh, ghost peppers that you can get on your shit? Man, they got some kind of peppers, I'm sure. All right, that's for the end. All right, so look, Chess <laughs> Pizza. If you're in Indianapolis, five locations. Check the social medias we just announced. If you want to get you some pizza, twenty percent off. Bros FF. Am I right, Vic? Bros FF, 20% off, call in orders. Back me up. Yep, call it in. Um, so yeah, shout out to Jets. You know, we're still in this quarantine. I know we're flirting with the line, we're coming in and out, but go ahead and um, get your Jets pizza. Promo code, get your 20% off, phone in orders. So shout out to Jets. Oh yeah. Big boy boys. All right, so look, what we about to do is we're gonna transition to the main topic. You know, we've been talking NFL drafts. First episode we did was uh, we did day one in his own entity. And then we did day two. And now we're doing day three, which is round four. On to the end of the draft, man. So, you know, we went two guys a, a, a position each. So um, I'm excited. There's some guys that are steals at the end. We might be able to drop you guys some gems. And then, honestly, just some guys that. I think the work confident is going to have roles. Even if it isn't day one, I think they'll grow into a role sooner than later. So I'm excited to get into these guys, man. Vic, you ready? Yeah, man, I'm ready, man. So uh, to Dot's point, you know, we're not going to go through every single skill player that went through these rounds. We just picked out guys that um, stood out to us. So, all right, bro, let's get to it. All Who's right, the baby. first guy? <laughs> That's your guy, That's man. My guy. That's my guy. I'm bringing up, I'm bringing up my list, bro. My bad. All, All right, so look, no, 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 no. I had a different list up. I had the list of the order, but I, you know, I had to get my notes up. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. So look. All right, this is who we getting into, Mr. Joshua Kelly, running back from UCLA. He was the fourth. He went in the fourth round, pick 112. Why'd you drop the UCLA? Just because you like UCLA, or you're just dropping the, the bombs and the horns every guy? What was up with that, Abel? I just want to know. You said you said that's your guy. I was dropping it for that. <laughs> well, like he's like one of the guys I picked to talk about. I'm not going to plant my flag like he's my guy. Oh my bad, my bad. Is that cool? Now that I was... feel like I now I feel like I'm shortchanging Joshua Kelly. <laughs> hey man, I don't know, but that's a dope ass pick if you ask me. So. It is. It Shout is. That's guy on the wall. Yeah, that's a bitch. Get off me, pick. All right, yeah. so look. Let's talk about Mr. Joshua Kelly. He has great size and strength, man. So, you know, um, he's 5'11", and, uh, running at 206. So, uh, he's a downhill runner, man, but he still has PPR upside. So, like, he'll get into he'll get into short space. He doesn't share tackles well. That's his only issue, man. So, he'll get into space. He'll get the yards that you allow him to get. 
as soon as he gets tackled. I know that picture looked like he's out here, Adrian Peterson niggas. <laughs> Don't fall for it. Somebody got a good photo. Nah, <laughs> just joking. But nah, um, he is big and he has good size and he is quick. And um, I think going to the Chargers is good for him because yes they have Eckler and I think Eckler can do a little bit of it all I just don't see him going to he's not going to be a back that's going to rush the ball 300 times he's not that type of build he might get 300 touches because yeah they throw it to him out the back so I think uh, Joshua Kelly is a real good compliment to Eckler because I don't think they had any confidence in Justin Jackson last year because even when Melvin wasn't there Justin Jackson still didn't get no run. They did everything through Eckler, which I don't think they want to do that for a 17-game season. So go get a guy that's, you know, big, strong, like pick up those short yardage, yards if you need them. And uh, he actually can catch passes too. So I think you play him and Eckler out there and you never have to guess like, oh, is it a run play? Oh, is it a pass play? So I think he fits into that role that I think they wanted Justin Jackson to be but I don't think they believe in him. So I think he will have a role, man, sooner than later. He'll fit right in. So, yeah, I like that call, man. And uh, his stock rose at the senior bowl. So this was a guy who had a hell of a senior bowl. I think he actually scored one of the first touchdowns uh, at the senior bowl. So, and it's ironic, man, he went to UCLA and he lands with the LA Chargers. So he gets to stay right at home. Still get to party with his homeboys. So, that's what's up. Um, and also, he's going to be tied to Justin Herbert. So, they're familiar with each other coming from the Pac-12. Um, so, yeah. I like it, man. Um, I've never been too big on Justin Jackson personally. So, I'm uh, expecting Josh to, you know, take on that committee role with Eckler, um, especially at the midpoint of the season. I don't, like you said, he's got to, you know, put in the reps, put in the work, get the reps in throughout yep. the summer camp. But he definitely has the potential, man. So, I like it. And he's the first running back off the board day, day three. So, Day three. All right. Let's get into another one of my guys. Don't hit the horns, Ava. Unless you want to. <laughs> Unless you want to. Man, hit the horns, Ava. <laughs> All right. Let's get into Mr. Harrison Bryan. Also went in the fourth round. Pick 115. Let's just talk about his size, first of all, man. 6'5, 245. Dang. Big dog. Yeah, bro. Like, Big dog, country bread. Um, side note, he won a John Mackey Award. If you don't know what that means, he was the top tight end in college. He led all oh. tight ends with 65 catches last season. Man, this nigga had over a thousand yards, seven TDs. Those yeah. are numbers that you really don't see tight ends get in college. Those are NFL tight end numbers. So he should really have a good transition. Went to Florida Atlantic, so it's not the biggest of schools, but he's always been, product- been productive from the first day that he started. And um, technically, he's probably the best all-around tight end when you look at his size, his build, his hands, his speed, his, his athleticism, and he's a good blocker, man. So I think they'll be able to move him around because he has the speed and ability to go to the outside, take on some cornerbacks, because they're not going to be able to do nothing about that big body. And he's he's too fast and athletic if you want. Well, he's not the most fastest, but he's athletic enough to, you know, make these moves and create space against linebackers. So um, the only real downfall right now about him is he went to Cleveland. They just paid Austin Hooper. So I don't really know what their game plan is. I'm pretty sure Hooper's going to start. You know, who knows what his injury situation is. He was banged up at the end of last year real heavy. But I think they got a talented tight end in the fourth round. I just don't know what it means for the start of his career, even though it takes tight ends a 
still a year or two to get adjusted to the speed and you know, learn plays. Tight ends are hard position to learn. But uh, if he can sit and learn behind Hooper or even be Hooper out, man, I you know I don't know. But I think he's a good tight end. I just need to see what that situation allows him to do. Yeah, Harrison Bryant was one of my top two tight ends coming out. I was very excited for him. Um, my other favorite was Cole Komet. But uh, like you said, man, the situation in Cleveland, and they also got David and Joku. So I'm, hopefully they were uh, trying to shop David. Um, I think Austin Hooper and Harrison is going to be the future there in Cleveland. And, you know, I'm actually curious to see how this offense plays out in Cleveland. I feel like they're at a place where they got to hit the reset button, establish a whole new identity, whether they want to play through the run, which is through Chubb, or play through the wide receivers with Odell and Landry when he comes back. And now you got two stud tight ends. So um, this this offense is definitely under construction. So you definitely got to be patient with them, I would say. But love the prospect, love the talent in Harrison Bryant. So. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I fuck with it, man. I, you, you think you think uh, the Austin Hooper signing, how long do you think that stalls Harrison Bryant, man? Um, Actually, I don't think too far at all, only because, you know, I think Cleveland's at a place where they may want to run a couple two tight end sets. I don't think Odell's going to be there too long, man. I don't know why I have that feeling. Um, I think they want to play through the run. You know, they, they brought in some young wide receivers. We'll probably touch on them later, but you know, we're, we're, yeah, pause. But I'm curious to see how this whole offense gets redesigned, man. They got a new offensive coordinator, um, new head coach. So uh, maybe they want to, you know, bring in some tight ends and then also, like, you know, establish the run. So we'll just have to see, man. True that. True that. I fuck with it. All right, man. You up, Dynasty Bro Vic. All right, man. This next guy here, man. Uh, let's get into a running back. So Michael Pirine um, out of Florida. He's a running back. Um, as you guys can see, you know, prototypical size, um, one knock on him. He only has like one gear, so he doesn't have like that breakaway speed, but he's going into a system that's tied to Adam Gase. I know we're not too tied to, you know, we're not too excited about guys that land with the Jets, but now you got Le'Veon Bell. And of course, Adam Gase is on record for saying, you know, he's not a fan of Le'Veon. So who knows how long he's really going to be there. They just brought in Frank Gore. Um, so for them to draft a, you know, a LaMichael Pirine and to sign Frank Gore, I kind of see some flashes of LaMichael or at least some flashes of Gore and LaMichael. Not to say he's, you know, Frank Gore talent, but um, why not learn from one of the best to ever play the position? So I like the upside. And plus, you also got Le'Veon there, who's also great, you know, within his own right. So um, this is a guy that I don't mind targeting, uh, especially like in the later rounds of your draft. Because you never know. I mean, this is a guy who could really own that backfield in a year or two, um, if, especially if Le'Veon's out of there and Frank Gore got to retire one day. Uh, are you sure? You say that now. <laughs> yeah. 2025 draft. I'll, yeah, they just, they, just, they just signed Frank Gore. He's just all bad. Say how old is Frank Gore? Like, man, man. still playing? I'm about to right. Get your money, man. Get your money. Why you looking that up? This is what I will say. He's worth taking a shot in the third round because, like you said, they're not tied to Le'Veon Bell at all. Frank bringing in Frank Gore makes you think that they're not tied to anybody long term, except who you draft. You know, you went out and picked a guy that you can work with that you like. You know, you made an investment. So picking him up, I'm not happy about being anybody being a part of Adam Gates' offense, but you know. Shots, man. That's all you can ask for at the running back position is getting getting a shot. So, all right, Frank Gore. Frank Gore is thirty seven, man. So going into this next season, he'll be thirty eight. 
going on his 16th season. So that's an OG, man. Frank Gore don't get no fuck, bro. Yeah. Somebody tell him he got the all-time rushing record, don't he? He got it or does he lead that category? No. He leads like some category though, don't he? In the rushing? Probably, but I don't think it's the most rushing yards, bro. Okay. My bad. Flag, flag on the play. <laughs> you gotta quit jumping the gun, bro. My bad, bros. I'm just <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let me talk about one of my guys, which is on your team. Well, it's our team, but you're just diehard. So every time I say Vic's team, I don't want it to sound like I just don't like the Colts. I'm going to root for the home team no matter what. But fourth round, pick 122, Mr. Jacob Easton, quarterback out of Washington. You know what, man? We talked about the Colts needing to take a young quarterback and, you know, somebody that they can use as a project. You know, they went out, paid Phillip Rivers to be a veteran for a year. And we thought that this these picks were going to happen earlier. That Jordan Love ended up, uh, Green Bay ended up moving up, taking him. And then quarterbacks just fell after that. Hurts came and then nobody else to the fourth round. So Jacob Easton ended up falling, man. And I think that worked best for the coach because I think we wanted somebody. But I didn't think we were going to get him in the fourth round. But 6'6", prototypical, big body, big arm. And uh, he can sling the ball, man. He can – sometimes it looks like he's forcing the ball into tight windows. But, you know, sometimes you need that from a quarterback, one that's going to take chances. He played pro-style QB back at Washington. So he's going to be able to play in that system in Indianapolis. The only thing is, we talked about this pre-draft was, you know, he's kind of inaccurate. And, uh, you know, I don't think that his timing works the best. So that's going to be an issue for blocking. But good thing we have a good old line. So it's just one of the things where you get behind a vet, man. You work on those things. You work on your accuracy. You can work on your timing. And, you know, that comes with working with your receivers and just being coached up well. So I think him going to the coach was a good position. I think we thought that about a lot of these quarterbacks that we didn't think were ready. I think they can go learn in a good system. You know, that's always good, ran good with good coaching. So I'm excited about Jacob Eason. Only if they wait it out. Let them grow. Let them learn. All right. And just to clean it up, shout out to Marvin. So uh, he called out Emma Smith, holds the all time rushing record. Frank Gore is number three on that list. So I thought I saw his name. <laughs> so he's up there. But yeah, shout out to the GOAT, Emma Smith. But um, back to Eason, man. Man, you know what? History tells me, at least with the Colts, we typically take our franchise quarterbacks in the first round. That's what we did with Andrew Luck. That's what we did with Peyton Manning. I don't know who's before that because I became a Colts fan in 98. So. Um, I know we had your hardball back there, and um, what's the other guy? Uh, I can't think of his name. Played at Ball State, Jeff George. That's what I'm thinking about. But, um, yeah, man, so we'll see, man. I'm not really expecting too much from Eason, given we took him in the fourth round. And to be honest, man, Indianapolis might be one of the places where these veteran quarterbacks come in and we're in win-now mode. So we got Phillip Rivers. Who knows? Maybe we might, you know, get Aaron Rodgers here in the future since they just drafted Jordan Love or – Maybe a Jameis Winston. So, um, you know, if we're not taking a QB in the first round, I expect us to kind of rotate these veterans in and out, man. That's just what I'm seeing. So, or, or not seeing, but that's my speculation. Don't ever call yourself a win now team and say we're going to go get Jameis Winston. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he can see now, though. He got the LASIK, though. So, let that be it, bro. <laughs> 
I'm just, I'm just throwing some names out there as far as vets, though. So, nah, I, I mean, I wouldn't want to take a franchise QB in the fourth round. That's just me. I mean, you know, it just depends on what fell, you know, and how you can groom them, too. You know, you got time. A lot of uh, the real reason why it's an issue sometimes is you take these quarterbacks so high, you just feel like you have to play them. And you can't feel like you can groom them and take your time with them. And I feel like Jordan Love is going to be able to be groomed. There ain't going to be no pressure from him. Like, and he went in the first round. And I feel like Green Bay doesn't have no issue dealing with their fans and the pressure of like, play the guy you drafted. Nah, they're going to wait it out until he's ready. So sometimes being took in the first round, that pressure gets to you. Mitch Trubisky, your whole career. Uh, so, um, <laughs> we, we did you just we, make him a verb? <laughs> yes, I did. Vic wasn't fucking with him, he didn't laugh, but fuck it. Just made him a verb. I thought it was fire. I thought it was fire. Nah, that's that's true. And also, Aaron Rodgers even was drafted in the first round and he sat behind Brett Favre. So it's not, you know, not the norm. I mean, to me, that's really the proven process. Um, so yeah, let these guys learn and instead of throwing them out there. Otherwise, you're in a Cleveland situation where you're rotating QBs in and out. Yeah, the goat. When was uh Tom Brady taken? Sixth round, right? Sixth round. The goat. All right. Sixth so, round. All right. Look. What you hey, we, say, bro? we got a question from Marvin, man. So shout out to Marvin down in Texas. Uh, he asked uh, where we think Cam Newton's going to end up. Well, the issue is I thought he was going to Chicago, and right. They took Nick Foles. I thought he was going to stay with the Panthers. Uh, they went and got Teddy. Man, um, it's going to be one of those. We kind of talked about this, Vic. One of those situations where it's going to take somebody to get hurt. I don't think he's going to yep. start off on anybody's roster, man. I don't think Cam is pro- I don't think he's going to swallow his pride enough to just go on a team as a backup. And I think at this point, he's probably leaning towards backup. Without any injuries, so I think it's I think he's gonna start the season on nobody's team. To be honest, it's my opinion. I think I think it's the same thing, but for a different reason. I think Cam is such a brand. I don't think he can necessarily just come in and be at the backup because of his brand. That's just what I think. I think the fans are gonna look at that like, now nah, he's a starting quarterback. We need to start. That's just what I think. It's gonna it's more of the fan side than Cam. Cam might be more willing. He just want to play football, just be on the team. But the fans are gonna be as soon as your as soon as your original quarterback throw three interceptions, get Cam in there. <laughs> yeah, Marvin was saying Pittsburgh would have been nice. I actually thought Jameis was gonna go to Pittsburgh because why not play behind Big Ben? That's a big arm offense. They like to go downfield. So I mean, Jameis he can throw the ball downfield, um, give or take with some interceptions here and there. But I thought Jameis would end up in Pittsburgh. But Cam, I mean, you know, we'll see. Um, I, I do agree with the injury situation. I think it is going to take something happening. Maybe, you know, Trubisky or Foles both don't work out in Chicago and they, they come calling for Cam. So if I had to pick, I would say Chicago's probably my top spot. I don't think he'll go to, to the Patriots. Clearly, they're riding out this Stendham thing. Yeah, I, I still think Jameis came up being in a big arm quarterback offense, being behind Breeze. So yeah. they both kind of worked out. All right, let's uh let's let's keep it pushing, man. Back to these you players. Spoke about you just spoke about Pittsburgh, bro. So let's take it to Pittsburgh. I'm I'm confused, bro. How many running backs can one team have, bro? That's my first question. Can you answer that, Vic? Um, that they actually keep on their roster and keep in rotation. Yeah, you only really need four, in my opinion. 
I mean, of course, you got your main guy, you got your committee guy or third down guy. So that's three. And then, you know, that fourth is just like that extra nice death play. Because usually you got like a first and second down guy, third down, then you got your strong power back goal line. But if you want to, you know, combine all those, maybe you only need three. But I would say four is a safe number. Well, having four is safe. How many actually stay in rotation game by game? Uh, I would say two. Okay. The only team I know that will keep four into rotation are the 49ers, right? Yeah. The Steelers said, hold my beer. They drafted Mr. Anthony McFarland <laughs> Jr. from Maryland. They was fourth round, pick 124. So he goes into a committee. Connor, Samuels, Benny Snell. At separate points of last season, all three of those running backs look good. I don't know what the hell made. Yeah, one is banged up, but one's banged up and you still got two out there that you can run. You all right. Wait till the other one come back. You still got three in rotation. Look, Anthony McFarlane is a banged up player. He's been banged up since high school. So making a transition to add another banged up running back to your team wasn't the smartest thing. He's a, he's a smaller guy anyway who runs big. He's always going to stay banged up, man. Like he likes, he likes creating contact. He doesn't create space well. It's just, I don't know, man. He ain't got like no good juke moves, and they go on Madden. They still got a juke move on Madden. Yeah, they do. That nigga juke move probably thirty nine, bro. But <laughs> the only the only thing I will say is it's kind of like an ideal landing spot, man. Like everybody's excited about you know any offensive player running to Kansas City, or you know we want a running back behind Lamar. You want to get the running back in Pittsburgh. That's why we spent so much time. Guessing who's behind Connor when he got banged up, Samuels and Snell. So I guess taking the shot isn't horrible, but you know, give me all the receivers I want, give me all the other running backs that I want in that third round first, and then I worry about McFarland, man, because the depth chart is ugly there. They kept everybody. So, <laughs> yeah, here's my thing or take on the Pittsburgh's backfield. Of course, they love James Connor, but he can't stay healthy. So, really, they, if they could just play through him, they would. Um, but when James go down because he's injury prone, when they need a pass catching back, they bring in Jalen Samuels. That's his strength. When they want to run the ball, that's when they look to uh, Benny Snell. So, I think Pittsburgh's in a dilemma where if they could combine, you know, Snell and Samuels into one, that'll make another Connor. But they can't do that. So, now they're forced to take another running back to figure it out. So, that's kind of how I see that whole backfield. It's like everyone does one thing great, but they lack something, whether it's injury, pass catching ability, or just running. So, um, but like you said, man, taking McFarland, who has an injury history, you know, you're, you're kind of selling yourself short in terms of, you know, setting yourself up for success if you do need that depth. So, it's crazy. Yep. All right, man. Uh, let's keep it pushing. So, uh, I got a tight end for you guys. So, Bryson Hopkins out of Purdue. Um, as you guys can see, man, at least in this photo, he plays like a receiver, man. So he's you know, 6'2", 240, uh, you know, around that weight. But he's the uh, athletic type, not afraid to go over the middle. He plays tough. Um, he does need to improve on his blocking. But he landed with the Rams. And the uh, reason why I like him is just because, you know, Sean McVay, you know, he loves utilizing the tight ends. And, you know, Gerald Everett went down with injuries last season. So to me, I think Bryson has a chance to, you know, step in there. And uh, take on that number two role, especially since they're going to have to pay Higby. Um, I don't know. He might have gotten an extension. I don't know. I got to look at the contracts. But 
you know, they may not want to bring back Gerald Everett. So to me, Bryson Hopkins is a guy that fits the similar mode. Um, that's, that's athletic, receiver-like, tight end. But, you know, you get him on the cheaper end under that rookie contract. So that's a guy to look out for. Um, he kind of reminds me a little bit of Trey Burton. If I had to compare him to somebody in the NFL, size-wise, stuff like that. So how do you feel about Bryson? Look, I like Bryson, right? I just don't know what Sean McVay wants to do, man. Like, yeah, you finally had um, Higby finally start flourishing last year. They tried to shy away from three receivers so heavy. End up getting rid of Cooks. It's like, okay, we're going to go heavy with two receivers, flirt with doing two tight ends or going heavy Higby. You know, they still took running back, receiver, and tight end, man. So just all over the place kind of scares me. But Bryson Hopkins is a hell of a receiver, man. So, you know, to go in there and, you know, take Everett's spot, I think that's what's going to happen because Higby is a receiving tight end too. And he started to flourish, and I think he 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 deserved his role going forward. So maybe they will run a little bit more two, receive, two receiver, two tight end sets, work on that running game a little bit more. If they give Jared Goff a couple, you know, intermediate targets to throw to in those two tight ends since Goff is not the best passer. I like it, bro. It's cool. All right. Let's keep it pushing, man. So my next one got drafted to the Skins. Uh, one of my, uh, you know, favorite prospects coming out this year out of a small school. Yes. Skins. Antonio Gandy-Golden. Um, so he's out of Liberty. Um, so as you guys can see, you know, he's a big body wide receiver. He's catching the ball one-handed while getting tackled. I mean, you know, the guy does it all, man. So um, he got drafted to the Skins. Now, mind you, you know, that is a, you know, loaded wide receiver core in terms of depth. It's, it's kind of crowded because they got Terry McLaurin, um, Steve Sims Jr., Kelvin Harden, uh, Trey Quinn, who's healthy now. So it's a lot going on. But, um, you know, I, I, at least from a draft standpoint, from a prospect standpoint, why not take a shot on a guy that shows some playmaking, you know, ability? So I like the pick, man. This is a guy I don't mind targeting and just stashing him on my bench. Um, and who knows? See what happens. Yeah, and I fuck with it. Why not shoot your shot on a guy who, you know, if people think the depth chart is loaded, then maybe you can get them even cheaper or get them as a throw-in because I think the only talent, real talented one over there is, you know, McLaurin, Naptown. Uh, so, you know, you know, he goes to a depth chart with a bunch of guys I don't think are super talented. And I feel like if he goes out there, he has a chance to win the spot. So, uh, I like it, man. I'm I'm not scared of that whole depth chart. Just shout out to Terry McLaurin, the number yep. one over there. The number one. All right, man. Appreciate um, that. Hold man. up. Where the hell is Liberty? Is it in New York? I'm I was the, the first thing I wanted to say was New York. And then I was like, nah, nigga, you ain't about to flag on the play yourself. <laughs> I don't mind that. Uh, next one on the East Coast, though. Let's see. Liberty. Oh, it's in uh, Lynchburg, Virginia. I don't oh, know okay. New York. What? Well, like, what size school? That's what I was trying to figure out. I was like, Liberty. I've never, never heard of it. Doesn't sound D one. Yes, it's Liberty, 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 Liberty. <laughs> it's a uh, mid major, right? Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, actually, well, actually, yeah, they yeah. Got, yeah, I don't want to get lost in their number. Shout out to Liberty. No, I was just wondering. I just had to know. I was like, oh, that's yeah. a new school. Yeah. That's one of them teams that knocks Duke out of the tournament. So 
moves for the game, <laughs> that's for the game when a half court shot. Yeah. <laughs> that's real shit. All right. So uh, I'm back up again. So uh, my next guy is a running back, Mr. DJ Dallas. Um, and look at this photo, man. I mean, as you guys can see, running back from Miami. Now, this is what you call a football player. I mean, look, he's not even wearing gloves, man. So he's just, you know, got his hand to the mm. ball. And the weather, you guys can't see it in the photo probably, but he's a captain. So, to me, getting uh, DJ Dallas late, I think, is a steal um, for Seattle. I think he has a clearer path to getting playing time um, because you got Chris Carson, who stays banged up. And also, when he fumbles, he stays in the doghouse with Pete Carroll. Um, so, between those two things, you know, Chris Carson could be out the way. And then you got Rashard Penny. Um, he can't stay healthy either. So bringing in DJ Dallas, um, this is a guy you should definitely target in your leagues. Um, I think he's a guy that you can stash. And towards the end of the season, especially around playoffs, he's going to be relevant. I mean, look what the Seahawks had to do last year. They had to scrape up some change and go sign Marshawn Lynch off the street. Beast mode. So um, bringing in DJ Dallas, man, I like it, man. He runs a 4-5. He's about 5'11", 5'10", 217. So um, he's, he's a, you know, he has the build. Um, to, to maintain that running uh, workload. Uh, uh, is CJ Prosite still on that team? Uh, that I'm not sure. Fantasy stud. What we, year? We, we were all in love with CJ Prosite about three years ago. It was okay. like, oh my gosh, he's about to be the truth. I don't know what happened. So I don't even know if he's still on the team, man. Just shout out to CJ Prosite. He had a lot of fantasy guys taking him in drafts and going nuts over him. So, that was the receiver turned running back out of Notre Dame, right? Yo. Okay. Shout out to CJ. That's all I wanted to say. All right, man. We got a, another guy up here. Let's see who's next. Sure Mr. got Ty- Tyler Johnson. All right, look. Round five, pick 161. Vic, what do you hear when I say six foot two, 207 pounds? wide receiver what do you think of six foot two yeah uh i don't know (laughs) big possession receivers man that's what you think of bro no my bad i had a i had a glitch over here on the technical (laughs) side so i think i got lost nah you good you good (laughs) Big right. dog, and he play like it, bro. I I think he's a beast at contested catches. Look at look at the picture you got up here. That's you. I ain't even have to tell you to get that picture. Yeah. Look, so look, I think he's a dog. Throw it up to him, he'll get it. You throw it to him in tight spaces, he'll make sure he gets it. He has good hands, has the production to follow it. I think he can be a target monster. Two issues, bro, and I think they're major issues. So let me know if y'all think these are major issues. As good as he is with with his with his hands, paws, catch the ball, go get it. He's not fast. <laughs> he doesn't have crazy <laughs> speed, so like the athleticism doesn't match what he can do on the field. So he struggles, you know, creating space. So, but uh, you know, that's the first issue. Second issue: this nigga went to Tampa Bay. They already got Mike Evans and Chris Godwin, bro two stars young stars i don't know where you slide that in hey we about to have uh what's old boy at the fantasy championship blew up you know what i'm talking about uh rashad Perriman. oh yeah yeah that nigga ain't gonna be able to do nothing unless both of these niggas go down man but the one thing i will say is uh he'll get to go play behind the goat quarterback two superstar receivers 
I hope he got his notepad out, man, taking notes, learning how to be a professional from him because, you know, eventually it will be his time, but, you know, I don't know what kind of production you'll see anytime soon. But I think he is a beast, though. So, I will yeah. My bad. I got sidetracked because I didn't have the ticker edited for Tyler, so I was thrown off by that when you asked me that question. But uh, sidebar, Brashad uh, Perriman, he's actually uh, landed with the Jets. So, he's with the New York Jets right now. Yeah, I know he's gone. I was saying that's what he's gonna have to be this year. Was is a Brashad Perriman? He ain't gonna be able to play none unless he's gone. That's what I said. Uh, gotcha. My bad. My bad. Well, maybe they brought him in too because again, I don't know the contract situation for Evans, but of course, Godwin still under his rookie contract. Um, but you know, maybe they're positioning themselves to pivot from Evans in a year or two. Who knows? Um, why not get some draft capital while the name's still hot? Because I think Evans is at his peak. Um, so why not? You know, consider flipping him. So, don't ever say my nigga at this peak. <laughs> don't ever talk about flipping no nigga, bro. That's not cool. Uh, <laughs> flipping the, the player, flipping the draft capital. But yeah, yeah the, you said flipping the player, and it was still the same thing. <laughs> but either way, man, he stays banged up, man. So, oh man, he doesn't show up against New Orleans either. So, they go left foot up. <laughs> Hey, he put up an offer against Marshawn Lattimore. He'll put up 45 and go down to New Orleans and put up nothing. He had a stomach bug, bro. He wasn't going to play that game. Sorry to hear that. Yeah, bad seafood boy. <laughs> Party Jameis. Yeah. <laughs> fuck that up. Somebody, somebody said Jameis ain't going to have to steal crab legs no more in New Orleans. They're going to give it to him. That's <laughs> Oh, man. All right. So, look, we get right into my next receiver. Yeah, let's do that. Vic, help me with this name. Uh, I'm gonna be a professional, so let's call him Q Cephas. It's Quintez Cephas. Quintez. Quintez Cephas. Avo said it the same way I was about to say it, man. Shout out to my nigga, man. <laughs> yeah, my, nigga, my nigga said we're gonna call him Q Cephas. <laughs> nigga. Uh, all you right, can so call look. him QC, though. I think that'd be hard. QC. That would be hard. Shout out to Quavo. Thank All you. right, look. <laughs> In the fifth round, pick 166, man. He's 6'1", 205. So, you know, another another built receiver. And uh, we're good NFL size, man. So, body size, you know, you're ready to play. He has good hands. He's good at creating space and small windows with his body. And um, side note, he could have uh, he had a full-round scholarship to Georgia to play basketball. Nobody knew that, but he turned that so down. He might, I ain't know that. Bunnies. Yeah, so when you showed that picture, show that picture one more time, Dice Bro Pick. Yeah, that, that photo was dope too, by the way. Yeah, that okay. nigga going to go okay. get the ball. You throw it up to him, he's going okay. to go get the ball. So, um, yeah, I mean, I'm excited about what he can do, but same issue as we just talked about with Tyler Johnson, man. You know, I said. I guess it's not as high profile as Mike Evans and Chris Godwin, but he's about to go play behind Galladay and Marvin Jones. Same thing, man. Hope he go get that notepad. Take some notes, man. I don't care what nobody say. Marvin Jones is a hell of a wide receiver when he's healthy. And then Galladay is just a dog, bro. So you got two bigger receivers. You're a bigger receiver. You know, you, you kind of play the same style that they play. You know, learn from them, man. And, you know, when it's your time, you know, you step in and, and be that guy in, in a Detroit system that loves to throw the ball. So, uh, yeah, man, Quintez Cephas, man, he should step in and be able to learn. 
And um, that's sometimes that's what a young talent needs to do. So I'm excited about where he went and get to be behind the guys that he's behind. So. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if that's the offense we see transition to three wide receiver sets, you know, regularly with the tight end with Hawkinson. And I know they drafted another tight end um, within the draft. But, you know, I like the situation. Um, like you said, he's another guy that can be sneaky good because Marvin Jones is a sneaky good, you know, wide receiver. I mean, there are times where you're playing against Marvin Jones and that's the game he put up 40 points because he's going to do it at least two, three times throughout the year. You just got to yeah. guess which one that is. So, yeah, man, he could definitely be a, that sneaky play for you. Um, the talent's there and, you know, I like the wide receiver core he's stepping into. So True. All right, man, I got a quarterback for you guys finally. So uh, let's go to Buffalo. Mr. Jake Fromm. Um, State Farm. State Farm. But yeah, <laughs> AKA, uh, I forgot his name, Jacob Eason Sr. Let's call him Jacob Eason Sr. Because uh, <laughs> he made that man transfer. So it's uh, Eason. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> I like the land. I like Jake Fromm State Farm better. No, nah, I'm, <laughs> I'm just playing. Who's the guy that coach drafted? I forgot his first name. No, it's Eason. It's Jacob. You was right. Yeah, I'm calling yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm saying right now we're looking at Jacob Eason Sr. because he made him transfer. Yeah. So, so I'm true. All right, man, that joke's dead. All right, but uh Jake Fromm, <laughs> yeah. You know, went to Buffalo. I know they got Josh Allen there. Um, I know people have concerns about Josh and his throwing accuracy and all that good stuff, but who knows? Maybe Jake was brought in just a lot of fire. But um if if you know we don't wish injury on on anyone, but if Josh Allen was to go down. Uh, you know, maybe Jake could anchor the ship momentarily. So this is a guy I'm just stashing. Um, I actually wanted the coach to draft him. I, you know, so this is a guy that I wanted if we didn't get love or one of those other guys hurts. Uh, but since he went to the Bills, why not, man? So this is a dark throw for me. Um, I don't think it's going to be no quarterback controversy no time soon, but we'll see. You just never know. Well, we talked about Jake from State Farm. He um, talked about him maybe going to a team that has a good, you know, steady system, you know, winning system that maybe could use him. He'll just play for years, never be nothing special, you know, go in and out year, year, compete. But I also could see this happening. Just be a real good professional backup, man. And technically, when you when you put your investment into a back that likes to run a ball and get banged up and play overly physical, you need to go get a guy that you can trust to be his backup, especially when you are a team that is set in, is set in stone to be, you know, a up and rising, up and coming team because their defense is good. They went and loaded up pieces for Josh Allen, so they have the the team to make a run. You know, why not go get you a backup that if anything happens to your franchise quarterback, you throw a guy in that you trust that that won't make you lose and. You know, Drew Brees go down, you could throw Teddy in. He'll go out there and keep winning you games. He might not put up Brees numbers, but he keep winning you games. So I don't think that's nothing wrong with, you know, fourth round, fifth round. Taking your guy, man. Shoot your shot. So fuck it, man. I think that's what they did. I don't think there's no QB controversy going on. They're just taking their backup. Yeah, maybe his ceiling is uh, Case Keenum. I mean, that's a guy that can come in. You know, he can win you three, four games until the main guy steps back in there. So um yeah maybe that's his ceiling hey i wouldn't mind being a backup qb front row seats all the games getting paid play a couple yeah. games here and there stay out the way so yeah man fuck it dynasty bro dynasty bro coming back in man all right who we got <laughs> next 
Hey, we got another Jake. We got too many Jakes, bro. Jakes and Jacobs, man. Is it is it Luton or Luton? Like Crouton? Like Uncle Luke? Luke. <laughs> that was forced. All right, from Luton. the pictures, from Luton. the pictures, from the pictures I seen, he grows a weirdly interesting mustache. <laughs> Do you know who else has a weirdly interesting mustache? I had a Garner Minshew. Jaguar King. <laughs> yes. Do you know who, who what round the Jaguars drafted Gardner Minshew last year? Same round as Jake. I'm just gonna guess. Yes. Yep. They both went in the sixth round. So they got the same draft capital. Let's start there. Okay. Um hey, prototype, we six foot six. So he actually is the tall, big quarterback. And um, so you know, by his size, he's he's already ready for the NFL. His accuracy is questionable. But the one thing I will say is He's kind of a taller Minshew, can run the ball a little bit. Isn't he doesn't turn the ball over? Minshew was never a big, you know, interception thrower, wasn't a big fumbler. Jake is the same way. So it's like they're just trying to find a quarterback that is safe for their system. You know, they like to run the ball. Yes, this year they threw it a lot to uh, Leonard Fernandez out the backfield, but they're bred on having a real good defense, real good running game. Quarterback, don't fuck this up. So with that being said, I think it's a toss-up, man. I don't. I'm not gonna sit here and act like they're gonna call Gardner their franchise quarterback with the capital they did with him last year and what they're taking Jake this year. It, it could be a battle, man. I, I, Minshew is gonna start, but it could definitely be a battle, battle as it goes on. If Minshew doesn't pan out, I know he had games where he didn't look as good as some other games. So it, I would be excited to have this guy as a backup in a super flex league, just somewhere on my taxi squad because you never know what's going to happen on that team. So they didn't go get a veteran. They got rid of foes. They're trusting Gardner Minshew. So. Yeah. I'm all in on Gardner. So I don't like none of this. So I'm riding with Gardner. Fuck this guy, Jake. Damn, bro. Don't be like the third (laughs) Jake. Yeah, bro. Hey, but on a positive note, hey, really did. If your name is Jake, you got a good shot at making it to the league at quarterback. You might not start. (laughs) Gardner Mitchell's there, but and Philip Rivers is there, and all these other guys. Hey, who's the last Jake to start? Jake Plummer. That's the last start on Jake QB that I know. Probably because I can't think of no Jake. See, Jake the Snake Plummer, and I don't even think he was a starter. He might have been a backup too. Shout out to the B team, by the way. Shout out to the B team, bro. Don't talk bad on me. All right, bro. Ain't nothing wrong with the B team, by the way. But uh, I'm going to hype this next guy up. This is actually my steal of the draft. So now we get into the seventh round. I'm going to name some guys. I want you guys to tell me what, what do they have in common. I'm going to start with Michael Thomas, uh, Paris Campbell, Terry McLaurin, Santonio, Santonio Holmes. Let me keep the history going for a little bit. David Boston, Chris Carter. What what do all these guys have in common? Uh, wait, wait, wait. Ivo, Sarah, Mark Butler. We done. Jamal, are we done? Uh, yeah, we're done. <laughs> but uh, what do all those wide receivers have in common that I name? The same thing I they're just black. named with all the random friends I name. Yeah, they're black. But what school did I just <laughs> call out uh, without? Muncie University. I already called it out. Why, why are you still making me call it out? All right, man. Let's Dang go to the Buckeyes. Let's go to the Ohio State University. But uh, you know what? KJ Hill, this is my steal of the draft. He was drafted in the seventh round. I named all those great wide receivers, 
But did you guys know KJ Hill is the all-time reception leader at Ohio State? Oh. Like all those great wide receivers I named, he he leads where he holds the school record for you know receptions, all-time receptions. So for him to get drafted to the Chargers. Now, this is something I didn't mention earlier on in the show, but to me, when you get drafted in the first round, that tells me, hey, we expect you to be a Pro Bowl talent one day. When you get drafted on day two, rounds two and three, this is telling me, hey, we like your talent. We think you can come and help us out year one and year two. These day three guys, these are the guys where, hey, we like your potential. You have some flashes. We want you to you know, work on this, work on that, but let's pair you up with some veterans. So this guy just walked into a situation where he's getting paired up with Keenan Allen. So Keenan Allen, he runs great routes. He has the hands. He's not known as a deep threat. To me, this is the same. I'm about to mute Avo. <laughs> My guy Avo got too much going. Yeah, bro. But uh, take the picture he, down so I can see how much Avo got going on. But uh, let me take this photo down. But uh, back to the you know Keenan Allen situation. So. You got KJ Hill stepping into a situation where he has the opportunity to be mentored by Keenan Allen, who runs great routes, who has the hands, and the hands are already there for KJ. So I like the situation. To me, this is a steal. And who's the number three wide receiver right now for the LA Chargers? Right now they got Mike Williams, who you know makes big plays, and then you got Keenan Allen. Of course, you got Hunter Henry, but to me that third spot is wide open. Whether they move Allen to the slot and then they got Hill on the outside, or even move him to the slot too, so he could be interchangeable. Allen gonna Keenan gonna stay in that slot. He he got that shit down to a T, bro. He's a fucking scientist in that fucking slot. Does that make sense? Yeah. Magician. Okay. I like that. That was better. But yeah, man, I think he can slide in and be that third, you know, receiver on that team, man. And you know, add a different dynamic too, man. You, you got your superstar running in that slot. You got your big ass receiver on the outside, and then you know you get the you get the third cornerback. You get the you get the real off coverage. So, you know, I think he's a you know he went back for a senior year, so he's a professional. He's going to go in mature, and um, he's going to go out there and be ready to play probably from day one. So I'm excited. I'm excited about him going. Yeah, man. This I got him actually in a auction draft for like two or three dollars, man, real cheap. So. It's a steal, man. It's all about identifying the clear path to getting on the field. So, all right, let's get into one more guy. This is a dark throw for me. Quarterback um, for the Titans, taken in the seventh round with the 10th pick, Cole McDonald. Um, so he's out of Hawaii. Uh, he actually uh, rocked the dreads, man, out, out in Hawaii, but he kind of cleaned it up for the combine. That's something I noticed. I don't know if that was a PR move, probably a good PR move. I don't know. Or maybe he got advised. To, to to take the dreads down but um he has a un, he has an unorthodox throw if you guys kind of look at his throwing arm throwing motion there you know it's, it's a little bit of unorthodox but that's okay because the guy named philip rivers has a unorthodox throw as well but um he can move man um so cole mcdonald he can run um i'm expecting you know it, of course they just extended Tannehill for the next three four years but maybe they can get some rpo going with Cole McDonald since he's a better athlete um, under center than Tannehill. And they just brought in Darrington Evans. And, of course, they still got Derrick Henry. So um, that offense needs to open up more because right now they're just going to see a lot of stacked boxes given the monster two seasons Henry just put on. So maybe they can take advantage of uh, Cole's skill sets and leverage his legs. But to me, this is a dart throw. This is a guy I'm targeting um, just for depth play. Yeah, that's, I think that's really all it is, man. I feel like they don't have much behind Tannehill. And uh, 
it's a guy they might have liked some of his prospects and some things he can do. So, like I said, man, ain't nothing wrong with shooting your shot on finding your backup. You need backups to play, even at the quarterback's position. So, nothing wrong with that. All right. Let's get into some of these uh, undrafted, man. So, who we got? All right, man. Let's let's go into one of the GOAT sons, man. So, we got Mr. Thaddeus Moss, or for cooler sounding shit, let's call him Thad Moss. Anyone undrafted, bro, because he's been having a little medical issues, you know, at the end of the season. You know, can't nobody really do no checkups. So, you know, I think teams are concerned. But look, he's 6'3", 250. That's nice for a tight end. You know, he's not as tall, but he's big, though. And uh, he's going to be a good tight end in his league, man. He uh, He's a great run blocker. And if you can block well and catch well, that means they don't have to take you off the field. You feel me? Um, he's not the best athlete. He's kind of built like Ice Cube. Uh, is that... <laughs> I knew Ava was gonna fuck with that. Hey, unmute Ava. Thank you. I needed. I needed to hear Ava laugh. You <laughs> <laughs> built like a six-three ice cube. Messed <laughs> up, man. He ain't, he ain't skinny. I figured he was tall and lanky. Nah, man, six-three, two fifty. So he looked like it's compact. Like he ain't fat. We're a little chubby, you know. Ice cube ain't fat, you know. But you know, hey, he. <laughs> Look, all I'm saying is, Jordan Reed, I don't know what the hell's wrong with him. He's been hurt for like 17 years straight. They need help at the tight end position with the skins. You see that? You see that, Avo? Skins. I like that. I said skins. I said it. But yeah, man, I think um, he can come right in and play, man. Like I said, great run blocker, good catcher. Um, I think he'll be able to create space with his body. Not with the speed, but that's all you need as a tight end, man. So put that put that guy in, and I think it'll sell some jerseys for the skins having Randy Moss' son out there. So just run him. Hey, I agree, man. It's in his bloodline. Randy Moss is his pops. You know, one of the goats to play wide receiver after Jerry Rice, in my opinion. And then, um, you know, you guys saw the photo I put up there. So he's, you know, he makes plays in the big game. That was a national championship game. Um, if he didn't have the injury, I think he would have went on day two of the draft, man, in the third round, possibly even fourth round. So to me, this is a steal to get him undrafted. Um, this is plug and play. Uh, Jordan Reed, you know, mirrored image in my opinion. So I like it, man. That's a hell of a steal for the skins, if you ask me. True. All right. I got a tight end for you guys as well that also went undrafted. Mr. Jared Pinkney out of uh, Vanderbilt. So he's a tight end and, uh, he actually had a better junior season um, coming out, you know, the year released the year prior. So if he would have went out, released came out in 2019, he probably would have been one of the top tight end prospects in the class. But he went back to school for his senior year. But but the guy gets it done, man. So he's your prototypical, you know, runs your four nine, big body, tough, not afraid to go over the middle, and he, he punches it in. The reason why I like this situation is because the Falcons, you know, they just brought in Hayden Hurst. But who knows if Hayden Hurst is really ready to be that number one guy at, at the tight end position. So, um, and even if he is, if Hayden Hurst gets hurt, we don't wish any injury. But if he does, next guy in line is Jared Pinkney. So he's very capable. So to me, Jared has a clear path to get on the field, um, even in two tight end sets and um, even getting some red zone looks. So because everybody's only focused on Hayden Hurst. So I like it. Um, he went undrafted. This is a guy that you can even get late in your drafts as well. If you need some tight end help, especially in those uh, tight end premium leagues. 
True. Alright. So Ava, you got any sleepers? I got some what? You got any sleepers from the NFL draft? No, no, Brian got not one sleeper. <laughs> Alright, Vic. Give me a sleeper, man. One guy that was t- take took in late that you uh, looking out for. Wide receiver, man, Cleveland Browns, Donovan Peoples Jones. Um, so he played at Michigan. Um, he didn't have the best quarterback play. Um, so, you know, his, his stock kind of fell, but he was highly recruited coming out of high school out of Detroit. Um, so he goes into a situation tied to the Cleveland Browns, and Travis Landry is going to be possibly missing some time at the beginning of the season. Um, he's had some offseason surgery, and then who knows what's going on with Odell. Um, so who knows if they want to continue to ride that wave, but um, Donovan is a guy that can easily get on the field, and um, he's involved in the special teams game too. So yeah, that's that's another sleeper that I'm targeting in my leagues. Before we move on, bro, why do you hate Odell Beckham? Um, I just think everybody's in love with 2013 and it's now 2020. So, I mean, he's talented, but you know, I don't know. You just gotta know when to pivot, man. You gotta know when to flip, (laughs) you gotta know when to hold him, you gotta know when to focus. I mean, don't get me wrong, that catch still seems like yesterday against the Giants on Sunday night, but. I don't know, 2013, 2020, seven years. You know what I'm saying? So, what are we doing? It's getting I don't know, man. <laughs> I just, I like it. Even, I, I don't know, man. It's on some real shit. Dynasty shit, it's hard for me to let go of Odell Beckham, man. Just seeing how talented he is, bro. I ain't going to even flex. You're in love with 2013, 2014, Odell. When, when you go back and, you know, meditate on that, you might be okay at the end of the day. It's, it wasn't just one year though. He had multiple years that was good with Eli. So no, I'm not. I'm not knocking. I'm not saying he went great, but I'm just moving on. Me personally, I'm moving on. I'm not running the draft, Odell. But you know, unless it's like cheap capital, hell yeah. But I'm not investing weighted capital. All right. Well, let me uh, talk a guy that um, I thought was a steal. My bad. Hey, bro. I just want to let you know I'm I'm scared. I'm starting to like sweat and get nervous. Heads up, man, because we're not too far away from it. So I just thought I'd make one more announcement about it. I'm fucking nervous. So thought I'd throw that out there. All right, look. This I know we'll talk about it in a minute. Look, let's talk about a guy that everybody was pretty high on. You know, as the season went on and as it was ending, Mister Eno Benjamin, bro. We get to really speak on him, but he ended up going to Arizona, man. And I think that's an offense that everybody wants a piece of. Not gonna lie, they 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 look like the new hot thing right now. So, you know, they do have Kenyon Drake, who done boosted up his whole ADP after he got traded there. And they have Chase Edmonds, and Chase looked good in spots when he was healthy last year, but let's just say they move out that move all that chase shit out the window. Once he got hurt, they don't want to fuck with him no more. Really, it's a three-man depth chart. And Eno's in there, and they handpicked it a guy, and they drafted him. It wasn't early, but they still took their time to draft a guy in Eno. Uh, I still think Eno is kind of talented, and I feel like if you put him in a good position with some good offense, good run block a look, and I feel like he can flourish in it. So 
anything happened to Kenyon Drake, I like getting backups and, and good offenses. Mr. Eno Benjamin might have a spot where he can get some run. So I just wanted to throw him out there. Running backs, I like keeping backup running backs on my bench, man, because they're they're usually just one hit away from being a starter and being important. True, bro. All right, man. You were saying you was nervous, man. Let the people know what's up. Uh, at the at the end of this episode, man, we well we were blessed enough to be invited on the Dynasty Refinery podcast last week. Went on there and talked some rookies. We had a they do a um. They do a segment where basically they ask you a question and you have to pick a side and they take it to their Twitter poll. And uh, they, they poll out through all their Twitter guys and basically you pick one side and if Twitter picks your side, you get a point. So it's it's three questions for us, three questions for them. We came up short this week, man. So um, do I need to break? I don't need to break down. Just, you know, check our yeah. Twitter. You check out the retweets and go follow them, Dynasty Refinery. Uh, they just launched their Instagram too, so check them out there. And um, they're they're a good podcast. Listen to them on Stitcher, everywhere, Spotify. But we lost, and the consequence or the repercussion is a ghost pepper, a motherfucking ghost pepper. Do I gotta eat the whole thing? Or do I take a nice bite? I cut the stem off of mine already because I'm hey. not. I don't. I don't want it to touch my mouth, so I don't want to take the chance. I cut it off. The, I cut the stem off already. I'm gonna get a fork, eat the whole thing. All right. Let me tell everybody about the poll that cost us this because we almost ended in a tie scenario. It came down to who would you rather own in Dynasty football, Devin Singletary or Keyshawn Vaughn? And I think we took Keyshawn, or at least we thought the the masses or numbers would want Keyshawn Vaughn. So we actually lost by two votes. And I actually voted for Singletary, Damn. being a dumbass, meaning I saw the polls go up and my instinct was like, oh, well, I'd want Singletary. But I should have, you know, well, I guess I shouldn't put this on the record, but I should have, I guess, I don't know. I could have politicked my, my little vote right there, I guess we we'll to call it that, but I didn't. But uh, yeah, naturally I went with Singletary and we actually lost by two votes, man. So it should have been a tie, but we got these peppers. Now I do want to put this out there. I went and looked for ghost peppers. I went to the Fresh Time, which is like a Whole Foods, like Trader Joe's type store. They didn't have any. Then I went to, uh, not Walmart, I went to Meyer and they had the habanero. So I had to settle for the habanero. It's still hot as fuck. I'm still going to be on fire over here. But my, my guy Doc came up on the ghost pepper. Heads up. I talked to a few people since earlier and they agree that the habanero is not even as hot as the jalapeno. Damn, man. Oh, really? I'm out here by myself, man. Well, I'm out here about to die, man. That wasn't intentional, oh, though, bro. Oh, my gosh, man. This is all bad right now. Bro, I was with it's the shits. Hey, I, I asked in both stores, like, hey, where's the ghost pepper? So I went in there with, with good intentions. They just didn't have it. And then wifey was like, look, I'm running all these stores with the mask. So, hey, this is one of the times where I got to listen to the wife, man. I'm out here by myself. All right, so look, we about to eat these pep. Wait, are we going to get into the scouting report first, or we're going to eat the peppers? Then what? Because okay, let's let's close out. Yeah, let's close out the episode. So if y'all want to see us eat these peppers at the end, y'all can. We also going to upload these to our social medias. Um, but yeah, let's close out the episode. If you want to hang out, watch us eat the peppers, watch us suffer. That's cool. Hell yeah! So uh, DJ Ava, I don't even think he got his headphones on. Ava, nah, man, he's doing a lot. 
Hey, Vo about to get fired. Yeah, here. <laughs> hey, are, bad, you ready, man, are you ready for the scout report or no? Yeah, I'm ready. All right, so look, I need you to uh what we're gonna do is we're gonna we're gonna celebrate Skip again, man. Skip been killing these quarantine sixteens if you don't follow him. Do you got his Instagram handle, Ava? Ava, can you even hear, hear me? Yeah. You can't what the fuck are you doing? Hey, it's a lot of kickback, Ava, with the rattling or fidgeting. I'm trying to get the iPad to work, and I got okay. it, my phone down. All right. Well, let me hurry up. Follow him at Skip, S-K-Y-P-P-317. He's been killing these quarantine 16s, man. And what he's been doing is showing love back to the city. You know, we love repping for Indianapolis. So uh, he actually did a freestyle where he just mentioned, man, which one did you do? Because I know he did a whole bunch of just the businesses, but I know he did a whole bunch of the women shit, too. So which one did you tell me he sent you, bro? Can you even hear me? Um, Cause he did the woman entrepreneurs, or or did you say he did? Uh, he sent you the one where he did all the rappers. All the rappers. Okay. Well, he killed that shit, and uh, he uh, that was uh, the broken a minute by Tory Lanez beat. Uh, he named all the rappers and artists that he knew from the city that be killing shit, man. He called the local rap challenge. So look out for him, man. He sent that to DJ Avo. Avo about to spin that shit, and then uh. We gonna get we gonna get the fuck up out of here, and then we are gonna get into these peppers. So, Ava, you look froze. I'ma spit this whole verse using local bit of rapper that. names. I'm bored, ain't nothing else to do. Tune in, whore. Uh, yeah. Push it to the max like Maxi. Her zodiac sign is an Aries, so I know she finna get nasty. We go the dumb way on the one way. They be acting Hollywood over 1K. I've been around, but I'm rocking with the new wave. Free Lil Billy, we ain't worried what the news say. Can never battle with a mark, we don't stoop down. Corona been giving us all the bad news now. What up, Newt? Met the homie back in high school. And Woogie Man left hand, he'll snipe you. We was skipping and see lunch where the freaks at. We spit game or tell Jacob to sing that. A young bull trying to be a playboy. Call me the Pope, I humiliate boys. Tragic how they did the homie Bango. My first deal, MRC. What up, Kano? What up, Draco? We can start a mosh pit. Shout out to my the nigga, crab, DJ Avo out here. Phone died, but that's that skit. We will have the extended version on the podcast. You know, we usually don't like running some of the shit anyway while we live. So, like I said, follow him at Skip, SKYPP317, man. Keep doing your thing, bro, if you hear this. So, that's the scouting report. Vic, I want to, you think we should do to say something good to the people? How, how should we do it, bro? How are we laying this out? No, nah, everything's the same. We're just going to close out the episode and then just do the peppers at the end. So, all right, I rock with it. All right, well, look, Vic, say something good to the people, bro. And I'm going after you. All right. So, this week, uh, I want to acknowledge, uh, rest in peace to Ahmad Aubrey. Um, so, he was uh, finally gunned down in Georgia while jogging through a neighborhood. Um, his, uh, basically, the, the murder was caught on tape on film. So, um, those two gentlemen have been arrested. So hopefully justice is served there. And then also want to um, also give another rest in peace to Sean Reed. Um, this was a young man that was murdered at the hands of the police um, here in Indianapolis. So even here, um, here in the city. Um, and really, man, there's a lot going on. But prayers to those families, um, the, the victims, um, also the family and friends and I just want to call out uh, double consciousness, um, even with all this coronavirus stuff that's going on. 
um, you know, having to go into stores, wearing masks, you know, pretty much even even as a black male myself, educated, um, even going in wearing a mask, you know, I still have internal conflicts of, you know, how am I being perceived? Because um, really someone jogging through a neighborhood um, doesn't deserve to lose your life. Um, so and so just to turn double consciousness, um, this is something that I learned while in undergrad, um, while studying uh, African-American studies as a minor. Uh, but pretty much it's just an internal conflict um, that people experience um, when they're, you know, at least in an oppressed society. That's basically what it comes down to. That's the high level. Just look it up. Um, so if you kind of want insights on some of the struggles African-Americans deal with, this this term double consciousness is, is, is something that I've always felt but didn't know how to articulate it. And then I went to college. African-American studies professor dropped this term on us. And then I was like, oh, OK, that's what that is. So. That, that and um i want to say this you know kind of piggyback off of how you started you know with all the bullshit that is happening anyway shout out to dumbass ava <laughs> with uh all the bullshit that happens anyway man we're already a target as a young black male and young black women too we're already a target to the streets we're already a target to these the ignorant cops so the one thing i want to say is man they don't need a reason to do it anyway, clearly. But let's just quit putting ourselves in positions to where they can kill us for no reason anyway. Um, because if we already can't avoid it, you know, ain't no need to throw yourself an alley-oop, you feel me? Like, you know, that just don't make no sense. So, um, you know, rest in peace to those that Vic already spoke on. And um, it starts with us. You know, we gotta start doing better for ourselves and our culture. As as a, as black people in general, so uh, yeah, man, let's just quit putting ourselves in bad situations, man. So yeah, we can keep on growing. Uh, DJ, if I say something good to the people, uh, be mindful. Just just even though I missed the first part of what y'all said, I definitely caught the back end, so I definitely understood what was said. Um, just just definitely be mindful. I didn't even get a chance to tell y'all this. On my way home today, there was a high speed chase that went right by me. I literally had to swerve out the way. And we, I do work on the east side, so I just, just be mindful of, of what you're doing and, and that 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 some of your actions can't affect other people. Just 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 try to be mindful of those things. That was that was definitely a moment. I definitely had to swerve out the way. It was real. About thirty cops went by. It was a situation. So like legit. Just everybody be mindful. Be smart. Don't put yourself in no situation that you know you shouldn't be in. You know right from wrong. <laughs> Ain't nobody got to tell nobody right from wrong no more. So just do right. <clears throat> All right, well, that's that. Um, man, you said to say some good to the people. I need to go get my pepper fit. Yeah, let's let's officially close out the episode and then we'll just leave the stream up. All right, bet that. All right, y'all. Hey, thank y'all for rocking with us. We are Dynasty Bros Fantasy Football Podcast. You know how that go and all that good shit. All right. Be sure to subscribe, um, share, follow us on all streaming sites, Dynasty Bros FF. Subscribe to the YouTube page. If you like watching us live, we do this every week um, around 7 o'clock Eastern. Um, just bear with us, working with, you know, three schedules, three families. So appreciate everybody that tunes in weekly. Um, and so, yeah, that's what we got for y'all this week. All right, I'm about to go make this chocolate milk because apparently milk kills heat when you eat peppers. I know so. DJ Evo walk us out and then I'm gonna walk out and get my shit too. 
Hey, man, y'all be good. Y'all stay up. We gone. We out. We gone. We gonna keep the live going on? I guess I shouldn't keep Yo. going off if I am. That would be stupid. <laughs> <laughs> oh, y'all about to y'all about to do something stupid, huh? Yo, Avo, stay on. Say something good to the people while we gone. I'm trying to say something me, good. Give me 50 seconds. It's cool. I'll, I'll run this quarantine. All right, bet. I'm going to spit this whole verse using local rapper names. My bad, y'all. My phone died. Fuck with Skip, though. Let's go. I never battle with a mark. We don't stoop down. Corona be giving us all the bad news now. What up, Nuke? Met the homie back in high school. And Woogie Man left hand, he'll snipe you. We skipping his seat lunch for the free set. We spit game or tell Jacob to sing that. A young bull trying to be a playboy. Call me the Pope, I humiliate boys. Tragic how they did the homie Bango. My first deal, MRC. What up, Kano? What up, Draco? We can start at my spit. I get greedy with the crab, only hot shit. I'm getting paper out in Cleveland. Ball shit. They get serious when I'm black. Ain't no off switch. Hit a zigzag, running away from the law. I was bumping 50 keys with a ice and top. Drove had the city jiggling. Love Vinny was in the trap showing off. We was section A living, no affiliation. Dead silence, ain't nobody wanna talk. Cold chain, but we ain't jumping no depots. I jump rockets, so pills for a beat road. I had yellow tubes sealed in legit. I called Fanny, he gon' pull up with sticks. I met a shorty from Paris, crazy accent. So this thing could've knocked me off my axis. Super freak, but baby, went no ebony. You know a brother, love that black girl magic. She ain't had a double D, she had double A's. But below the way, she was so swollen. On my Jeremiah shit, I was stolen. Felt like Mike E backing out of home. She told me beat it till her kitty red. So I'm bumping Lil' E, trying to punish her. My cousin Chuck told me he'll paint the city red. Shoot up the crib and leave holes in your furniture. Yeah. I ain't the Naptown Prince, I'm a king in my own right, ain't no competition. Uncle V, he gon' ride with no ski mask. And young Rich gon' be there to assist it. Yeah, rockin' polo, it's that new new. I gotta be fresh when I dust it. The bullies try to pick on point desks. So they pull machine guns out in public. I just wanna be a legend like Fox. So I cry hard like Zachary so why you got gloves on that yeah i don't have gloves i'm shitty nigga you ain't even got a ghost pepper nigga what you got green pepper i got a habanero habanero you got a ghost pepper diet i didn't have them in my area babe you know the pen you got a lot of chicanos in your area (laughs) yeah Look at the way this look the way this shit look compared to Vic shit. Hold on. I can't see it. Damn, my shit ain't my lighting's fucked up. No, nah, I see it. That don't look like nothing you should eat. It ain't. <laughs> I cut yeah, the film off already. Vic's look like you should eat it. I'm like this. All I know is don't try this oh shit my out. Gosh, it, oh my gosh, my gloves smell like just hotness. Hold on, I'm waiting That's for my why, tablet oh. to come. It's, it's that type of pepper? Like, you can't touch your skin and shit? Nigga, you can't touch your eye after a jalapeno, nigga. You would fuck your eye up. And that's oh, just man, a jalapeno. Hey, Damn. I got my chocolate milk ready. Got my orange citrus. Got my chocolate candy bars. I'm about to go get my cup of ice. One second. What's what's the chocolate candy bars for? What am I? What the? Apparently, chocolate kills heat. I don't know. We'll yeah, see. This nigga's like, all right, we're going to experiment at the same time. We're about to learn a lot today. Nah, man, don't get no extra shit. I got you, bro. 
right, I'm gonna ride. All it I got up. is chocolate milk, bro. I left the ice in there. I was gonna bring a chip in here, nigga. I'm thugging, bro. All right, man. You ready? Right. You got your video? I'm about to set the shit up too for my Instagram shit, so I can capture it. You can start now. Um, All right, man. I'm cutting my headphone on. I'm getting into it. I'm over here. I'm getting recorded too. Woo! Hey, just to let everybody know, I got a ghost pepper. <laughs> I got a ghost pepper. So if this shit go tragic for me and not Vic, we know why. All right? Vic, tell these people what you got. I got a habanero pepper because I went to Fresh Time, which is like your Trader Joe's, and I went to Myers. I was like, hey, where are the ghost peppers? They was like, we don't have them. My index finger skin is tingling through the gloves, bro. Hey, it's shaking, bro. Man, look, I'm not gonna shit over with. Hey, say something good to the people, Avo, before I do this shit. Hey, man, y'all just look at this shit. This shit look like a yellow bell pepper. Oh man, I told you it looked good. They didn't, they didn't want to eat it. All right, bro. All right, I love y'all, man. You too, bro. Hey, send me some trades though <laughs> before you do this shit. Let me carry your team on. <laughs> Fuck you. I'm about to dip my shit in chocolate milk. All right, I'm about to eat this shit, man. All right, bet. Out of town, still rep the city. I hope they're proud of me. Nigga, I'm about to get another one there. I can eat another one, bro. Uh, I cheated. I cheated. I dipped my I dip I dipped mine in lemon juice for the last hour. It's soaked. I feel like I didn't even eat a pepper, bro. You didn't it didn't hit? Hey, my shit hot. All right, hold on, Vic. Stay right there. All right. Hold on. How you feel, Vic? Hot, bro. Hey, I'm the milk. Y'all niggas, y'all niggas ain't gonna be able to taste food for like a week. All right, look, look. This is what I'm eating. The dry ghost pepper. Oh shit. You believe on there. I'm out on Instagram. Hold on. Hold on. Oh, yes, cool. Lead, lead this shit up. Watch this. Okay. You about to really do this. Yeah, I'm gonna do it. I'm about to do it the right way. Is anybody hey. watching on live, Vic? We got five people watching. Oh yeah. shit. They about to watch. Hey, that break out the sweat. I dipped it in the I dipped it in the, the uh chocolate milk. One one love. Hey, I gotta get some ice. Ain't that? This nigga gonna break out of sweats for real. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cut that off. Mm. It ain't that bad. Come but I did now, but I did this shit before. 
Jay, get off my headphones. <coughs> Why have Shit. you done this before? White Sam brought, brought one to work one day. This just doesn't sound like something you should just supposed to be doing. They said take that shit like a G, and I think I took it well. I think I'm sweating like a motherfucker under this hat. I'm sure. In the broadcast. Don't do it, Vic. Nigga, all you ate was a habanero. Nigga, that shit's hot, bro. I'm fucked up. I think I'm used to this shit, man. Not like I ain't do shit. I mean, my stomach burns and my throat burns, but my eyes burning. I'm used to hot stuff, so I don't sit there. I mean, I don't know what to say. It's hot, but I'm not dying. God damn. (laughs) (sighs) Hey, don't sign me up for no more pepper shit, bro. Shots only, bro. Nigga, I think I'm taking this shit well. I probably, yeah, I gotta take a shower. Give me five minutes. Nah, nigga, I'm good, bro. You can include me in on all shots. I ain't doing no peppers. Yeah, sinus is clear. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nigga, if you could smell my glove. Damn. Just clear your shit right up, huh? <laughs> Y'all I'm some tingling. real niggas, man. I'm, real tingling. Yeah, I'm tingling a little bit. Like, my skin feel like it's shaking you a real one though both of y'all man both of y'all are real ones i feel like if i pick That's my cup up shit. i'm gonna drop it man don't give him credit nigga. he ate a habanero look Bro. man i believe i believe my brother vic when he tell me he did the best he could you know what i'm saying i went into the stores asked for the ghost pepper if you was a real one you would take your you should took you should have took some over there i want to set vic up like that <laughs> Like, oh, you couldn't get one? Let me bring you one, bro. Here's the thing. I told Vic that I was only nervous because I was talking to him so much. And he was <laughs> nervous, so his nerves was rubbing off on me. I, I've i had a... <clears throat> Shit. <laughs> Nigga, when you Google how to eat a hot pepper, and it says a ghost pepper, it says it can kill you if you eat three. If Nigga. You, if you weigh 150 pounds or less. Yeah, you eat three, you can burn your esophagus. Yeah, I feel my stomach burning. Now, nah, look, what? I've had a Carolina Reaper pepper before. My boss gave me one, gave me a piece of one. What is wrong with the people you work with? <laughs> I'm not going to answer that. <laughs> that shit is hot. Oh, y'all funny, man. I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm good. Y'all some real niggas, man. Hey, you know when people when people be drunk and they say they good? Fuck you, Ava. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm done, bro. I ain't drinking. All right, man. I'm about to end this right. man. <laughs> Thank y'all for fucking with us. That shit was fun. No time for this shit no more, bro. Fun for me. I'm about to call my guy off air, bro. You should. No more. I'ma spit this whole verse using local rapper names. I'm bored. Ain't nothing else to do. Tune in, whore. Uh, yeah. Push it to the max like Maxi. Her zodiac sign is an Aries. 
So I know she finna get nasty We go the dumb way on the one way They be acting Hollywood over one cake I've been around but I'm rocking with the new wave Free lil' Billy, we ain't worried what the news say Can never battle with a mark, we don't stoop down Corona been giving us all the bad news now What up, Newt? Met the homie back in high school And Woogie Man left hand, he'll snipe you We was skipping and see lunch, where the freaks at? We spit game or tell Jacob to sing that A young bull trying to be a playboy Call me the Pope, I humiliate boys Tragic how they did the homie Bango My first deal, MRC, what up, Kano? What up, Draco? We can start a mosh pit I get gritty with the crap, only hot shit I'm getting paper out in Cleveland, boss shit It get serious when I black, ain't no off switch Hit a zigzag, running away from the law I was bumping 50 keys, what up Isotop? Yeah, Dro had the city jiggling Lil' Vinny was in the trap, showing off We was Section A living, no affiliation Dead silence, ain't nobody wanna talk Gold chain, but we ain't ducking no Debo's I duck rock and sold pills for a meat roll I had yellow tube sealed and legit I call Fatty, he gon' pull up with sticks I met a shorty from Paris, crazy accent So distinct, could've knocked me off my axis Super freak, but baby, wear no ebony You know her brother, love that black girl magic She ain't had a double D, she had double A but below the waist, she was on swoles On my Jeremiah shit, I was stoked Felt like Mike E, macking all the hoes Yeah, she told me beat it till her kitty red So I'm bumping Lil E, trying to punish her My cuz Chuck told me he'll paint the city red Shoot up the crib and leave hoes in your furniture Yeah, I ain't the Naptown Prince I'm a king in my own right, ain't no competition Uncle Thee, he gon' ride with no ski mask And Young Rich gon' be there to assist it Yeah, rockin' polo, this that new new I gotta be fresh when I does it The bullies try to pick on Poindexter's Till they pull machine guns out in public I just wanna be a legend like Fox So I grind hard like Zachary Leone Drinking Arizona's with my big homie Nathan I ain't too much worried about what them suckers be on If I had a gang, get a beat full of gringos Cause I'm knowing they gon' stick to the code Big dog, gotta keep shining like Diop Welcome to the universe, will it unfold? I just did a record with the homie Goatee Pete True pioneer like nut I want the kind of moolah that'll make the hoes flock Oh boy, cause baby you can never have enough I'm talking jump man, I want that Jordan cash I must be AG, I'm always in my bag They asking for a feature for the free, what you saying? You know it costs a fee, raise your hand if you pan Black child, nappy hair, what up Cairo? Ballin' like really Ralph with my eyes closed On a different level, think I got a drop so It's sunny and Paradise, but only God knows. Stay forever young, I'm Matthias. Call my dog John Kelly for the riot. LHD flow smooth and the bar's cold. We running like a 5K, work to Marco. On Wednesdays, I'ma slide down on weeds. In my work clothes, Chucky would agree. I hit a dime two times, then she free. I'm hostile with it, baby, it ain't sweet. In LA with E Jazz on my bully. Either rocking an orange beanie or a hoodie. I got shooters and I'm rocking with them fully. They let the toys tell the story. What up, Woody? Me and Tone Goody hit a lot of bops. Probably could have made a million on the block. I thank God. I was free, free the cops. I gave him a little Indiana bop. What up, VIP Watts? H. James, Jetty, Rambo Hustle, Shane, Faisal, Christian Taylor, B. Soul, Rhetoric, Oddity. Oh my god, if I forgot about you, charge it to my head and not my heart. Much love. Quarantine 16, never nothing on my mama.